This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. God bless you. Welcome to church. Let's be very fast this morning. I want us to read 2 Samuel chapter 12 from verses 1 to 3 and then we skip to 2 Samuel 13. I just want us to read something there. And we are still talking about how God sees man. What is man? What is man? So we are talking about family and we are starting with man, the glory of God's creation. And the Lord said, David sent David to Nathan and said, there were two men and so on. You know what happened in chapter 11? Um, David, when the kings were going to battle, he stayed at home and he came to the back of the, and as he looked, he saw a woman having his bath and she turned out to be Bathsheba. You know the rest of the story. Number one, when you are out of place, you are bound to commit sin, but then sins have consequences. Now, um, let's quickly read chapter 13 of the same second Samuel. That's exactly where we are going for time. I, I might be speak, skipping chapter 13 of first Samuel. And it came to pass after this. After what? After what happened between David and Bathsheba? After as the gatekeeper, he opened the door for the enemy to come into his family. That Absalom, the son of David, had a fierce sister whose name was Tamar, and Ammon, the son of David, loved her. Now, there are no meaningless details in the Bible. This madness, this madness never happened until something happened to David. So the Bible is careful enough to put, it came to pass after. It never happened before. Ammon never wanted to have sex with his half-sister until something happened. Now, I started explaining why the Bible says in 2 Timothy, 1 Timothy 2, 8, 1 Timothy 2, 8, that I will that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands, until the body of Christ quickly corrects this, that women are not the ones being found in the place of prayer more than men. Christianity is the only religion where women participate more than men. Except that error is corrected, the glory of the Lord cannot rise on the face of that as it should. We started in first service by looking at the fact that Pharaoh said in Exodus chapter 1 verse 16, when the ladies give birth, he said, if it's a male, kill him. If it's a female, keep her alive. Females are not tried to the devil. Now that is not to say a woman of God or a female Christian cannot arise and rise the kingdom of the devil. We are talking about and we are talking in general terms now. We started with God for service. We look at Pharaoh. What made Pharaoh to issue that kind of command? He said to the midwives, when Hebrews women are about to give birth, if they give birth to a girl, no problem, no problem at all. She's not a threat to us. But if they give birth to a boy, kill the boy. And I explained, it is because a man is more than an individual. A man is a generation. Is somebody hearing me? So I said this why you will never hear the sins of the mothers. But you hear the sins of the fathers. 
And we read in Exodus 34. The Bible says, visiting the iniquity of the father upon the children to the fourth generation. Not the iniquity of mothers. And I explain to you very quickly. Women who sinned in the Bible died for their sin. It never became a transgenerational offense. But when it got to man, so Lot's wife turned back, she became a pillar of salt. No other woman, no other man in Anile became a pillar of salt. But when Gehazi sinned, Elisha said to, her, to him, Elijah, Elisha said to him, he said, this leprosy will come on you and on your seeds. And I said, the men that ganged up to put down in the den of lion, when they came out of there, the king did not order that only those men should be put into prison. The king ordered that them and their entire family, their children did not offend the, offend the king, the wife did not offend the king, but they paid for the sin of the man. Because there is something about male species. So when Paul began to admonish and started saying, I wish men pray everywhere. He was saying because some things are broken in the place of prayer. Listen to me. If you are the head of a family, as a man, you are the pastor. But how many blind pastors do we have among men? Ideally, your woman should receive a stroke. But if some women should wait for some men, the family will drown. Some are as drunk as Noah. They don't know what is going on. God allows the woman by a permissive will to take a leave spiritually at time, but that is not the divine order. But some women better do that because some men will not do anything spiritual. And I went through Old Testament to show you into the new. I will not go there, but everybody should read and read again that Numbers 30, where God told Moses. He said, if a woman makes a vow, and her father says, I can't sweet. He says she's free. God said, if a man vows before me, he cannot reverse it again. It's irreversible. He has to pay the vow. He said, but if a woman pay, makes a vow, I'm going to give this church a car. And the husband says, no. The Bible says, both the husband and the father. If she's not married, she's under a father, the father can make a decision. God will hold the father responsible. If she's under a husband, the husband. Why? God was putting so much responsibility. Can I say this? As we begin our family week, it is an insult to what God has created for a man to be reporting his wife to his mother. Quote me anywhere. You are the final authority. It's an indication that you don't know what who you are. You are out of joint, out of shape, out of everything. For this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother. The Bible did not even say a woman should leave. Who should leave? All who will listen to this, don't get angry. Me get angry with the Bible. It's the Bible that says so. For this cause, a man should leave. If you are not yet ready to leave your father or your mother, you are not ready to be a husband. The Bible is not saying you should abandon your parents and not take care of them, but you are independent. You run your family by the word of God, not by the opinions of, are you hearing me? Just too many babies marrying nowadays. That you are 40 does not mean you are a mature person. There are those who will hate this message. Are, and the only reason, they will not be able to contradict me from God's word. But the, from cultural perspective and the Bible calls it hardness of hearts. You will not receive God's word. You want to think the way you want to think. Are you following me? Christian family should be an example to the world. But people don't want to go by what the Bible says. God did not ask Eve at the beginning. As he came down to the garden, 
he asked direct question adam where are you you are the one i have business with because when something goes wrong all of you are blaming you blame god when something goes wrong the head is to be held responsible and i want to say this to men as we go back to this story listen to me i pray and think about the decisions you are making <laughs> i don't know whether we were somewhere and we got to know now the father is almost having uh, depression plus stroke because of what the daughter is going through the daughter married a guy who has turned out to a punching bag but the father was doing the same thing 30 years ago people don't know when they are doing things that you are making life difficult for next generation the first thing i want all men to go home with today is that you are not the only one hebrews chapter 7 i want to show you something from hebrews 7 look at verse 9 hebrews 7 so abraham gave tithe to Melchizedek. i think we referred to that last week and the bible said levi also who received tithe paid tithe in abraham do you know the meaning of this oh i forgot it you can have your seat are you with me do you know the meaning of this scripture the bible is saying that that day when abraham gave Melchizedek tithes god recorded that abraham paid tithes isaac paid tithes levi paid tithes because according to god's uh, mathematics or arithmetic it go by third and fourth generation maybe before the impact can stop third and fourth generation exodus 34 9 so when abraham obeyed god god counted it as that abraham you gave tithes isaac gave levi gave men and brother does that call your attention to something what about if abraham slept with a girl outside his wife isaac slept <laughs> thank god for redemption in christ that has made sure that the sin of the parent don't cross over to children but listen to me if you are born again and you don't take care of this is very serious so it was david Ab Ammon, Sotama, they grew up together there was no record of Ammon lost in after Tama once until then their father opened the door when david did what he did and killed uriah hmm, satan said we've gotten him every battle satan wasn't interested in eve if eve alone had the had that fruit if we go by the principle if god himself said a man can cancel the vow of his wife then that means a man can cancel the translation of his wife also because if it's true for this, it has to be true for this. That means if if alone ate it and Adam prayed for and told that, no, 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 no. Maybe we will not need all these problems that we have now. But the Bible says Adam ate. And Paul was talking about it in first moment. I said, Adam was not deceived. He knew that the serpent just lied to his wife. He just ate. The mistake Eve made was to try to take the position of Adam. She should have just said, ask my husband. But sincerely speaking, uh, we are going into something as we get into this. Are some husband worth asking questions? So much, sir. So much is God's confidence in men. That the Bible commands in the book of Timothy. Paul said, women should not ask questions in church. If they have a question, let them ask their husband. Ask some husband question. They will tell you that Judas was the one crucified. 
you should ask yourself if God trusts you so much as a man and he says instead of your wife asking the pastor question your wife should ask you do you have that capacity to provide spiritual leadership you can't for the, because what will happen from this some men will hold on to this man you see pastor said that you should ask me I am the final authority if you don't have the capacity nobody will ask you nothing there are you can be a head you can also be a figurehead all ladies who are very close to me in this church you are young I usually say to you the moment a man the only scripture he knows is that why submit to your own husband run away from him he doesn't know any other thing he will be a tyrant and a bully leadership is different from being a boss you are not the boss of your wife you are a leader a leader leads by example Look at God's testimony about Papa Abraham. Genesis 18, 19. Can you pray Genesis 18, 19? This is just introduction to what we're about to talk about. The next four weeks, they'll be serious. And if for any reason I'm not I'm in any of the Sundays, I'm just saying if for, there might be a possibility that I might try. If I, if I, I do, I'm not, I'm not sure. But if I'm not, whoever will take the message, will take it to another level. Yeah, when I'm not around, they preach better. So it looks like maybe I'm the problem of the church. <laughs> For I know him. Let's start from verse 18. I want to challenge all the men in this church. I have told you. You are still playing the way match. No problem. There is nothing you enjoy that is without consequences. You better let that sink. And I can guarantee you this. The moment a man begins to commit adultery, the house scatters, and you now begin to blame your wife. It's a wickedness of the highest order. Who stray? You. But you are, see, this blame game. As soon as I, I wish Adam knelt down, he said to God, I am sorry. How many of you know Adam never said sorry? Have you eaten the fruit? Said the woman. And some people still do that. You are the head and you are shifting blame on someone else, said the woman. The woman ate it. And God said, woman, why do you say the serpent? But God will never talk to serpents. And Adam shifting blame on his wife before the almighty God. He said, she gave me. And God was like, boy, you were the one I spoke to. We can't even excuse her because she was not there. And not created that when I said to you, of all trees you can eat. Now look at what God said. He said, let's start from 17. He said, shall I hide? From verse 17. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham that which I'm about to do? Verse 18. This was when they were going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. This was God thinking in himself. Because they had eaten in Abraham's house. He gave them beef and God ate it. With the two angels. And the two angels were going. They were already going to Sodom and Gomorrah and God was contemplating we spent one hour in Abraham's house I didn't tell him that we were going to destroy Sodom and his cousin is there and God just said it I said shall I hide my plan from Abraham he says seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation and all the nations of that shall be blessed in him the next verse is very powerful look at what God said for I know him ah that he will command his children and his household after him that they shall keep the will of the Lord. Brethren, this is powerful. God was saying that I can swear on Abraham 
His son that will be Isaac. His son that will be grandson that will be Jacob. Grandson, great grandson that will be Levi. I guarantee you, they will serve me. He said, because this man will order his household aright. That in other words, Abraham is a pastor. That I am, I have a guarantee. None of his children will stray because I know him. His track record says that give a woman to Abraham. Be sure that he will build a family that will glorify God. How many men can God say that about? This is what we are called to. He said, I, 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 I know him. I just know him. You see, let me say this. Sometimes it's an act of mercy on God's part. Not to promote some people the way they are praying for promotion. Some men have tendencies that once wealth lands on them, you are going to misbehave. And because God loves you, somebody will just keep you where you cannot misbehave. If you live in a room and you have roommates and other things, fornication is difficult. It has to be well planned. But when you can do dinner in UK and do breakfast in Germany, they are just about one hour, one hour, 30 minutes to us apart. And you can do dinner here where you fly. When nobody can question you, when you are the boss and you can stay in any five star hotel in anywhere in the world, who are you going to be then? But I want to leave us with this today that every member of the church should know. If the way God sees a man transgenerational and Satan takes advantage who would have told David and look at where the story ended up getting to when the enemy can come in don't go and open door by yourself Satan had hated David all along because he was a man after God said if you are a man after Satan we hate you but there was an edge around it when you are surrounded with an edge the only thing that can break the edge is yourself the Bible says who shall what shall who shall uh, what shall be against or what, what as, that's where I put it uh, and the Bible says shall famish shall this what's that what shall separate us and things were listed but check the list yourself is not there he said neither death nor life nor famine nor this one he said no every other thing but it did not put yourself because every other thing might not separate you you can separate yourself Ammon took Tamar and raped her right in the palace a virgin this, and when he finished raping her he now looked at her and hated her sometimes that I have seen that in many many cases when a guy tells a lady you need to prove to him that you love me let me sleep with her as soon as he gets there one month after that they break the relationship I'm not saying in all cases but I have seen that many times this is why number one the bible says bible does not encourage us before marriage i am for the bible and i'll be for the bible till jesus returns you don't need to prove love to anybody our parents didn't know better they weren't born again they are prime and everything but what about those of that are already at your tender age are you going to follow the same thing so god had mercy on our parents sovereignly they made their they, many of them chose they chose well and god honored their choices but it's your time because god cannot punish you beyond the knowledge that you have or you can't know the responsible. But now you know. When knowledge comes, knowledge comes with responsibility, not for pride. The more you know, the more you need to be careful. Are you following me? 
So he raped the girl and sent her away. She was crying because they were half brother. She was even thinking that maybe there can be an arrangement. Even though that wasn't going to happen, we just because they were told not to marry the half sister. But I was thinking, okay, Jacob married Leah and Rachel. Maybe now that you have this virgin, can you just the guy told called the servant protocol guys. He said, kick her out, and they did. And the Bible says she sat outside there because in Israel that time nobody will marry her again. They filed by your own half brother. Nobody. She said, my life is over. And she sat there crying. And Absalom, my own brother, came and he said, oh, my half brother just raped you. He said, no problem. He said, come and stay in my house. There's no problem at all. And the Bible said for a long time, Absalom kept quiet. He didn't do anything. Absalom was the most handsome man in Israel. If you check very well, he was the one King David really wanted to hand over to as the king. The Bible said nobody as handsome as him. And he had his hair, he had longer hair than any other person, even than women. He was such a, such a very, even David couldn't resist his, 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 his uh, chapmis, and something happened. Absalom waited very well. The mafias will say that revenge is best served shield. If you want revenge to be very sweet, Pastor Bele taught me that. You let it, you, you, you let it, you put it in freezer, you let it chill. That means, Revenge is sweet. When you let the person know, the person would have forgotten completely. You can see the person has been greeting the person for 11 years. He has, the, the time he would never think, he would think that it's over, it's over. Then you bring out your dagger. That is very similar to the nature of the devil. <laughs> so, Absalom waited. I don't know if for three. He waited. He didn't, he didn't say anything to Ammon. So one day, he called for like a birthday party. And he told the servant, I'm going to invite. So he went to meet the king and he begged David, let all the king's son come for my party. But the party is outside town. We want to go on a beach boat cruise away. And they will need the permission of the king before the princes will go out. And princes say, oh. So he begged. And the king said that. Oh, you can do party in Palawan. Why are you taking them away? He says, sir, sharp. Then the king says, okay, no problem. Then David did not. He had lost his discern. He should have discerned. Because Absalom went out and also mentioned that please I let my elder brother Ammon also come. He should have come to the guy that why asking for Ammon specifically? That means you are and the king just said the king was one that ordered all his children. Please, your brother Absalom is doing a party, all of you are ten. Ammon, you also go. And he told the guys, he had positioned some soldiers. He said, Once you see Ammon drunk, please dagger him to death for what he did to my sister. And they killed Ammon. And that was an absolute run away. But he achieved what he wanted to achieve. And David was like, you just lost to one. She was this virgin, dumping somewhere. Now you just lost to a first one. So David did not want to kill Absalom. Now if I kill it, to become the third one. Look at how one, and that was the only error of David. Look at the devastating effect over the family. He wept and wept and wept. So Paul knew what was when I said, I will that men pray everywhere. I have discovered that praying men, they behave differently. In my experience, ah, the last guy that used to be in this church that drove out his wife before he did so, the first thing he did was I stopped coming to church. When the devil begins to play people, they don't understand. All of a sudden, the people pray with you start hating them for no reason because he must bring down that wall to be able to have access to you. Satan wasn't looking for Eve. He was looking for Adam. Men 
I am calling to men, those who are here and those who are watching. It is deeper than what you think. So you are married and there is a girl dancing around me in the office. Men, I will that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands. How many pastors have had their ministry called short prematurely by scandal and all those things? If they knew there would be scandal, most of them wouldn't go into it. But Jesus said one thing, there is nothing hidden that will not be revealed. The only way not to have scandal is not to enter into one. Cover it with money, cover it with people, it will keep going in and coming out. Because you cannot break the word of the master. He said there is nothing hidden that will not be revealed. If you don't want anything shameful in your life, don't do one. If you do, it will come out eventually. If you are powerful, you can cover it for 20 years, but eventually it will come out. God is looking for men. Men have been sent into offices as Christians. There is a, an organization in Nigeria, all over the world, but they have their branch in Nigeria. I won't mention them as an organization. The first time they had Nigerian as their representative or the general manager, MD or whatever, they used to have post white to come and uh, be in charge. One particular year they chose that, okay, we've been long enough in Nigeria. Let's allow indigenous people to head Nigeria. They appointed two Nigerians. They belong to a popular church in Nigeria. They belong to a church. Two of them were appointed. If I want, I think a person in that church, they were appointed. The amount of money they embezzled in one year, the white changed their mind again. What is wrong with men? And if they are sentenced to jail, it might affect their children forever. To think. Everybody gets tempted, but don't yield to temptation. Sincerely, many are the temptations facing men. You are hustling and trying to make money. When the money comes, serve. So there's a temptation to do something deadly to get money. But if you now do it in a clear way, you finally have the money. Some temptations will only come to you because you have money. The richer you are, the more attractive you are likely to become. And there are girls out there. They don't want single man again. They want a married man. One of them told me one day, I, said, I, I don't do single men. You say, I don't wear a ring. Ring does not stop anything. I found out that that long time ago. I lost one one day and I didn't bother to replace it. This is very, very important. And in these last days, remember Samson. If you are a mighty man with a mighty vision before you, think very well. By things you do, you can give your children a start ahead of others in life. But you can also slow them down. People call people by names of a father. Yoruba people are clamoring for Odua nation. Now some of them, they call themselves sons. Odua was one man. One man. There is a generation inside you. And you must not let this sin be contaminated. All of you that are married in this church, I pray for you that your home will be such a peaceful habitation. Amen. But there is no other way. Shift the blame till tomorrow. Report to your wife, report to anybody. If you are not living by the word of God, there will be one crisis after the other. That's the truth. When there is a problem, people don't look at social. They, they don't look at the root. I don't look at manifestation. Look for the root. If you cut a tree, what is the root of the you are dealing with the leaves okay she said this to him okay she did what is the root of the problem check the roots one day a man was with me many many years ago many years ago i've i've, I've, I've seen this issue many times 
So, and as he was talking, I was led to ask him. I said, I'm going to ask you one more time. Have you been sleeping with someone else? So I asked his wife to go out before I asked that question. And he broke down into tears. I said, so, she did this, she did that. This is the origin. I said, brother, Jesus has not condemned you. Stop it, repent, go back, adjust, and start working with the Lord. All things. And about two years after, the marriage stood firm and strong. Roots instead of fruits. Cut the fruit, leave the root, the fruit will grow again. And men that people come for cancer, they wanted to deal with the leaves. It's the roots. This is why if you are listening to me and your husband is straying, you need to intercede for him. You need to pray. God, by his permission, we will raise you and do some things. But you need that man also. I want to stop here. The glory. Is someone blessed this morning? Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name, be extraordinary miracles happening to you this week. You will enjoy his blessings. His grace will be at work in you. Ah, shall we all rise? Everybody rise. Those who should come to pray at the altar today should be men. If you are a woman, you want to pray for your husband or your family, you can come also. But I want to say to all men, this is just the introduction. If you know, see, when you start sinking, Peter, Peter cried and Jesus carried him out. Jesus never did anything until Peter cried. How many of you noticed that? Even though it was the presence of Jesus, God doesn't force anything on any man. I want to say to men, it's not your, see, I won't say it's not your fault, but I'm saying that you might have fallen. You might have made mistakes. You might have, or you are already going towards that path. There is a restraining factor. I will talk about that. Nobody is strong on his own. The power of God can restrain you and stop you from doing evil. If you are a man and you notice that somehow this mass message affects you, when the service is over, come to the altar and pray. Please cry to God from your heart to hold you. For the sake of generations coming, ask Him to hold you. If you have made mistakes and you don't have control over yourself again, when you pray, I guarantee you the power of God will come over you and reconstruct something in you. In you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name. We worship you. We adore you. We give you praise. Even if you're a single man and your part is already crooked, you are still a Christian. Jesus loves you. He doesn't condemn you. But he needs you to make adjustments. Why don't you pray and ask the one who can rescue to rescue you? That is the call this morning. God needs men out there. But he does not need weak men. He needs Abrahams who will command the entire family after God. Let's stop here today. And if your own is that you've not prayed, but you are not leading your family in prayer, you need to start. It is man that should call for money devotion. Of course, you can, she can wake you up when you are tired, but you should set the tone. You should be the one calling the family to a place of prayer. How can you be leading a family and you are not praying? 
if anything will happen to your kid, the school they should get to, it is not the pastor that God wants to tell. It is you, the father. A father should be able to look at your daughter and say that these two school is this one. And let them have a track record with you that anytime you tell them as their father, it happens exactly like that. You can say, my daughter, I might not be a problem. I can't prophesy about any other thing. But when it comes to what has to do with this family, if I say this way, check it, it will always be so. That's the kind of man we should be. Or you should be. You can't prophesy you are not a prophet, you are not an evangelist. But in your own, nothing happens without God revealing it to you. You can tell your wife that, sorry, we need to go and check our son in boarding school now. Something is wrong with him. And the boy has not called you. And you show up and he sees you, he starts crying. And daddy, I was just thinking of asking the house minister to call, allow me to come and see you. What kind of home would that be if it's like that? If your sons are abroad and you call them, what is wrong with you, Clements? And he's like, Daddy, how do you know? He said, no. I wanted to sleep in night and my, in my heart, I sense there is something. This is the man that God wants you to be. You can come to the altar and pray, make me such a man, Lord. You can pray. Oh, thank you, Jesus. When your wife knows that she kneels before you, and there is an exam in the office and you pray. It is done. She goes to the office, she clears everything. She knows. She's in trouble. She's telling her, if I can only get my husband on phone and he can pray with me, everything is over. And your husband is not a pastor. He's an MD of a company. But when he comes to his household, if he prays, something happens. Your child is sick. He sees you at the hospital. You have not prayed. So are happy. That is, yes, something's going to change. Isn't that the kind of family we all desire? Lord, we thank you for your word. We receive with thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Hello. We don't want this to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You know, um, after listening to God's word like this, and you have never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, it's an opportunity to come to him. And it's a simple process because he has made all things available. I want to employ you now to give your heart to Christ. And by saying these words, because giving your heart to Christ must be done consciously. He has paid the price. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. I believe that you shed your blood for my justification. I accept your finished work right now. And I confess that you are the Lord of my life. I believe in you. Thank you, Jesus. If you have said those words, you are actually born again, a new creation in Christ. Join us for more of this. God bless you.